welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. I'm sorry, everyone who is tuning in this week. I have a cold and I'm very upset about it, just as much as you are to have to hear my snotty voice. Do you remember, though, when we were like 13 or 14 and it was like cool to sound sick? Was that just me? I thought thought that you were actually referencing when you and I were 13 or 14 and that wasn't the case together. Well, we didn't know each other then, but we both were around the same age at the same time. Then it's all irrelevant before we knew each other. I guess so, but I'm asking you in your communities, in your circles, was it cool to have a voice change when you were sick? No, not Brooke Davis cool. This is not the same thing, but on par with like, that's not cool. I remember being like 12 and like people thinking it was cool to have like your nail polish, like not being perfect or something like kind of chipped. I don't know. I thought that was, that was like a weird, cool thing. Do you remember like cracked? What what was it called? Uh, The cracked cracked nail nail polish. polish. Yeah. Crackle. Oh my God. Yeah. Horrendous. Off that note, happy Friday, happy hour. Um, we are here for another episode where Abby's unwell. I'm on the borderline of unwell, and um, here we go. And we're rolling with it. It's Friday. We made it through another week. We're just going with it as you are. We're so happy and so excited that you tuned in. If this is your first time tuning in, I will give you a quick rundown on who Ashley and I are because we never talk about it. So if this is your first episode, we're so excited that you're listening. But I will tell you that Ashley and I have been best friends for a few years now, and we met at Pepperdine University in Malibu, California, mostly became friends our junior and senior years. Yeah, let's cut the crap. (laughs) Let's cut the crap. (laughs) I didn't really know you freshman year at all. Sophomore year, we were abroad. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but junior year, Abby and I were in a law class together, and we had to go to a court case. Uh, And after that court case, Abby and I were the only ones that said we had to drive far away for it. After that court case, Abby and I were the only ones who said, let's get lunch after. And we ended up at In-N-Out. And I remember on the way there to meet you, I was kind of thinking in my head, okay, what are some subjects I can talk about with her? (laughs) (laughs) Just in case, for some reason, we ran out of stuff to say. I think it was the first time we had hung out alone. I remember thinking, what are some things that I can talk about with her? Like, she's really nice, and I'm sure she'll keep the conversation going. But just in case, let me have some backup ideas. Oh, my God. That is so funny. You've told me about that before, that you have that ritual where you're like, if you're feeling a little bit nervous about something, you kind of go through in your head topics of what to say I've never once done that I don't know why I just like to go in blind I like to I like to improv that's what it is I like to perform we should do an exercise where one day I'm not sure how we would do this but we put um earplugs in your ear and then we somehow just make you improv blind when someone finally gives a silence for you to improv a question oh that sounds fun I love an exercise yeah okay back to introducing us to the people All right. So since then, we started the podcast after graduating. We graduated in 2020, which all of my 2020 graduates, we hear you. We stand with you. It was a horrible time to graduate from school. No jobs. We've all been there. So with so much time on our hands, we decided to do something creative and pump our energy into this beautiful podcast that was born and birthed September of 2020. It weighed seven pounds and two ounces. And we it was a joint birth. We both pushed it out at the same time. That's a tiny baby. Yeah. So really between us, it was like three and a half pounds. How how long was it? 
It was 14 inches. Oh, I think that's tiny for a baby. I think so. It was a preemie. (laughs) It was a preemie. You know why it was a preemie? Because we launched before we knew everything. We launched fast and we adjusted later, like many entrepreneurs out there. I think that we should almost replace this with our very first episode because our first episode, I'm a little embarrassed of the sound quality, the uh, bashfulness. Yeah, we like we're on a first date with each other. If you guys want a laugh, go back to our very first episodes because we had no idea what we were doing. We were so funny and weird. And now that we're just absolute pros at this, it's extremely easy. But we basically talk about everything under the sun about life in your 20s here. So if you are a girl, I mean, this really is for the girlies, but guys, please listen too. But a lot of our topics are girl centric. If you are in your early to mid 20s, even late 20s, we we're here for you. We're all going through it. We are all figuring stuff out, trial and error. We're dating. We're moving to new cities, trying new careers, all of that good stuff. And if you're hip to TikTok, we talk a lot about TikTok, have a lot of TikTok guests on, TikTok famous people, talk about pop culture sometimes, which is fun. And then also movie, book, and podcast recs because we are just constantly consuming media at all times. And Ashley and I are avid readers, which I didn't think I would be until... After graduation, I kind of started getting really into it, but now we talk about books all the time. So if you like books and you like book recommendations, we like to read the same book at the same time and make cast lists as if we are directors of the movie. Which leads us into our very first uh, topic of the evening, which is what we've been reading this past month. As Abby said, we love to do cast lists and we're not going to do it this episode, but we do have a cast list coming up for next week. However, I wanted to recap what the hell we've both been reading and watching this February. And one of those books, which we're going to unpack later in this episode is Atomic Habits. And the first thing I need to say about Atomic Habits before we jump into that later is that reading, for example, is something it's all about identity forming with your habits. And that's something that the book taught me. It's such a good book. If you are in your twenties, like, and we're starting early to form healthy habits as we move through our life, I highly, highly recommend this book. It was so, so good. I flew through it. And it talks about identity forming. And so before I started reading books a lot, and don't get me wrong, I'm not like reading self-help books all the time. Honestly, Ashley and I are obsessed with fiction books. We'll read thrillers. We'll read romances, all the fun stuff, of course. But before I became a reader, I always looked at girls who read a lot or like people that read a lot and thought, wow, I want to be like that. Like I want to be a person that reads a ton. And I realized you just have to like, yeah, you just have to start and then you can be that person. And then you don't have to say like, I'm dabbling in reading or like, think about it that way. Like, oh, I've read a couple books. Like, no, you're a reader. Pick up the next book, plan the next book before you finish this one. Like you're a reader. Hell yeah. And the thing that's nice about uh, being a perennial reader is when you hang out with someone, you don't want to be like obviously pretentious, but just if the conversation runs runs lackluster, like I was scared of mine and Abby's at in and out doing, mm-hmm. you could say, oh, are, are you reading anything? And if they say no, I'm looking for recommendations, then great. You have about five from the past two months that you've read. And for some reason, it makes you seem more of an interesting person. And I think that's what it all is. It's the vanity of me thinking like, if other people know that I read books a lot, and if and if I know that I read books a lot, I will also think of myself as a person of depth and interesting things about me that is more than just wasting my time watching reality TV. Yes. And if Which you are ever... Well. <laughs> 
Yeah. If you're ever doubting your attention span, thanks to TikTok, sorry, the one that makes me feel confident that I still have one is the fact that I can sit down and read for 30 plus minutes at a time. That's the only thing giving me a semblance of hope about myself. It really is. It's such a good tool to strengthen because I feel like in college, we're reading obviously for class and nobody really takes it upon themselves too much to like fill their free time with reading a bunch. But now that we're in our early twenties, mid twenties, like we have so much more time to fill where when you're not at work and you're not at the gym, what are you doing? You're either watching euphoria or reading a book or you're on TikTok. And the reading a book also when you get to the end of the year, we're like on our soapbox about literature. When you get to the end of the year, if you've done nothing else, if you haven't learned a new language, if you haven't learned how to do the splits, which I know you still haven't learned how to do, at the very least, you could say I read X amount of books. That is true. It is a big accomplishment. Yeah, tangible accomplishment. You can check that off the list. And on our New Year's episode, my New Year's resolution was to read 50 books this year. Have you downloaded Good. Have you downloaded Goodreads? No. What is that again? Okay. What's the deal? I'll about? tell you. Everyone listen up. This isn't sponsored, but God, I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an app and a website. And basically what you can do is you can have different bookshelves. So you could just like catalog the books that you own if you're like super into it or but my favorite is that there's a want to read bookshelf. So you can just click through and you can also have friends on there. And every time your friends say book you'll like see it it's kind of like scrolling through facebook or something gotcha and so you could just click want to read and then also there mm-hmm. is a reading challenge on it so you could put in 50 books and it'll tell you how many above or below you are for the year of your goal Cute. So I think okay you it. i also have an app recommendation for things like this it's called likewise are you familiar I was not familiar or hip to it until a couple months ago and apparently it's huge it's this app where people can talk and communicate about different shows they're watching, books they're reading, movies they're looking at. And then you can make lists like Pinterest boards sort of thing of like, these are the books I want to read in this genre or that genre. And these are the the shows that are on my list to watch. And you can actually stop, talk straight to people and say like, I'm looking for like make a post. Basically it's like, I'm looking for more books in this genre. I really like this author and people can respond back. It's very interesting. And that's how our parents told us not to talk to people on the internet and look at us now. <laughs> And look at us now, we're using it for the betterment of our lives. Okay, so so what did you read this month? This month, well, let me refer to my rudimentary list in my if notes. If you had Goodreads, it wouldn't be rudimentary. <laughs> I just don't have Goodreads. I'm not cool enough. Um. So in the month of February, I've read The Glass Castle. Ayo. So did I. Do you want to briefly discuss the glass castle is not fiction which ashley and i usually don't stray from fiction because we love fiction unless it's self-help i'm more into that um but i remember i saw this movie back in 2017 i think it came out something like that and i really liked the movie i really like woody harrelson and brie larson i do i love them and I remember realizing that this was a true story. And I think some people have to read it for school or something, maybe. I wish I had to read it for school. I know. It's really good. Um, but it's just basically about a really dysfunctional family that's very unique. And the parents are just kind of nuts. And they travel around and the kids have to survive and fend for themselves. It's a great, great story. I gave it five stars. Yeah, really compelling. And especially because it is a true story. Like, it's not somebody making it up. Um, Reckless Girls is next. <laughs> oh, I remember I was going through, I was looking for something like the other week and I saw a screenshot from you when you first started and you said, oh, look at a book to describe me and my lifestyle. This, yeah, Reckless <laughs> Girls, that's me. This book really scratched an itch 
I don't even, I didn't even know that I had an itch, but it scratched it. And it's a new book. I think it's 2021 and it's a thriller, but it also has romance in it. And I, it's, it's a quick read. It's not quite a beach read. It's like a little more depth than that, but it's not like anything. It's not too dark. What itch did it scratch? I don't know. It just had a little bit of everything in it. And I really liked the protagonist and I liked the setting too. It like kind of really took me out. It's like on an Island. And I was like, Oh, that sounds nice. I'm like reading it in the middle of winter in Tennessee. It's like cold here. I gave that one five stars. Honestly, I, I really enjoyed it. I read, I was telling Abby before we got on, I read a little life. If you've seen it on TikTok, it's just as heartbreaking and taxing emotionally as you think it is. However, you can't put it down. Easy five stars. Hi. It's nice to also read an slightly elevated writing quality Mm -hmm. that's not a classic. It's very contemporary. It came out like seven years ago. So it's contemporary, but slightly more elevated than like Colleen Hoover. (laughs) Yeah, there is nothing I hate more than a book that goes over my head or a book that I'm like, I would have enjoyed this when I was 15. This one took me. This one was like slightly pretentious enough to take me like 50 pages to get into it. But then I was hooked on her i also read this month in five years which you've been telling me to read forever oh yes that's what i want to do the cast list for next episode yeah so next episode stay tuned if you've read in five years or if you'd like to read in five years it's a really good romance story it's about love and it's about friendship and new york city vibes and i cried abby didn't (laughs) i didn't cry i but i i see myself possibly like i understand why you cried like i could have it was silly. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I also read one of our best friends recommended How Lucky to Me. The ending was so heartwarming. It was heartwarming throughout. I really like the main character. How um, lucky or how lucky to me? Oh, how lucky. Oh, okay. Just how lucky, period. Gotcha. Uh, but she recommended it to me. Um, oh, it was see. so heartwarming. I give it like 4.75 stars. Wow, if, we're really high rank in these things. I'm really generous. <laughs> if you um, like thrillers whatsoever, I also read one more book, four and a half stars, I'd say, and it was called The Lost Village. And that one gives a cross between like Midsummer vibes a little bit oh my God. and like oh. some sort of thriller movie, but I'm not sure which one. But that was for sure a thriller, four and a half stars. Easy. Okay, and then the last one I have for the list is The Silent Patient, and it was on the book talk table at Barnes & Noble, and I said that's uh-huh. where I belong, book talk. And did you like it? And let me tell you, I bought this book because I was perusing the table, kind of picking up different ones, looking around, not knowing what I was kind of going yeah. for. And this girl came up to me, and she said, are you looking at that book? And I said, yeah, I've never heard of it. And she goes, that is the best book, really? the best twist I've ever read. And I said, this whole thing. And to be honest with you, I know how they're always like, don't judge a book by its cover. That's like a this saying. This old 300 page thing. I, I always judge a book by its cover because I want pretty books on my bookshelf. Like if I'm going to purchase it, I want it to be pretty. Like that helps me want to buy it. And this book this is like really ugly or something. Yeah. The cover's ugly as hell. And I was like, you want me to buy this? And she was like, no, seriously, like it's a good story. I'm like, okay, you're right. That's what's important, you know, story. And so I gave it a chance and it was really, really good. You liked it? What was your Highly recommend. I honestly gave it a, I'm giving it a five. I finished it today. You can just flow through that thing so quick. Like the story well, just I read it. is so fast. Oh, really? a while ago, like a year ago. And I think I'm the only person on the face of this green earth to give it like a 3.75. Interesting. I'm not sure why. beauty being in the eye of the beholder. No, totally. And I'm the only person to rate it that. So I'm in the minority. Like everyone go read it. 
you cried at in five years. I didn't cry. Yeah. Eye of the beholder. I'm surprised you liked it so much. Yeah, I really liked it. I, I did not expect the twist. I knew there was going to be a twist, but like the entire book, I was yeah. like, what the heck is going to happen? Yeah. The thing that I'm learning about thrillers, I never used to read them, and I started to in the past, like, I don't know, six months or so, is that you just go through so much book to get to the last or last mm-hmm. 25% to have it all come together. Which well, that's I'll why you have to mix up genres. Like, you can't just no, read I a do. bunch of romances in a row, and you also can't read yeah. a bunch of thrillers in a row. Like, it gets oh. tiring. I'll bite every time, but still, like last <laughs> last twenty five percent. I recently went. I went a couple days ago to a really nice bar with a friend, and we sat at the bar the whole time. It was like dark wood, and it was very intimate. <laughs> and we sat at the bar the whole time. We talked about different books we had read, and it was very nice. It felt very grown up. That's lovely. And that we does said, feel very grown up. We said we were like we hope other people are listening, and I think that we're <laughs> well read and literate. I have to mention that a couple weekends ago, my boyfriend finally met my friend group because a bunch of my friends flew out to Nashville and he afterwards, yeah, afterwards, Ashley was part of that. Afterwards, I was asking him like, so what do you think? Like, what do you think of my friends? And he's like, yeah, yeah, they're fun. I'm like, no, like, what do you think? Tell me. And he was like, I have never met a group of girls that talk so much about books and like make so many book references and jokes and like movies too, just like pop culture references. But like everything's a bit, everything's a joke and including books. And I was like, wow, I feel so smart right now. Do we even have personalities? You should ask him, text him after this. Do they have personalities or is it all just improv? No words out of our mouth are organic thoughts. No. It's all just improv between kicking and screaming or Legends of the Fall. Praise praise Dale or get the hell out of Dodge. It's all across the board. So let this be your note, though. Take those recommendations. And then we also have a highlight on our Instagram that is a bunch of ratings. It's mostly me. And once in a while, Abby chimes in. The Cats is her favorite book she's ever read. So go ahead and check. 1974. Go ahead and check that review out. Honestly, also, if this is the first episode you're listening to or one of the first few, I swear we're fun. I feel like we're coming across as like old, dusty girls that like read books all the time. Coming across as women that sit inside and read Monday to Friday. Friday night and then Saturday we might to make an emergence. <laughs> Let it be known that Ashley and I will tear up a dive bar. We will go to a bougie brunch. Like we are fun people. A couple things to um, mix it up a little bit. Let's play Smasher Pass really quick. And I have some ones that I know I want to run through that can make us seem more fun. And I know that you have some. Perfect. Perfect. I looked up a BuzzFeed article for Smasher Pass because I, again, have no original thoughts. Sometimes my mind works quickly. None. That's how I transition so quick. Okay, first one, KJ Appa. <laughs> this shows that I am <laughs> aging myself. When you said that, the first thing I thought it was KJP, and you're familiar, aren't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, KJP. The KJ Appa smash. You know what? Mine's a pass, and I'll tell you why. He's like 5'7". Doesn't bother me. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, I'm a literal giant, and when I wear heels to the bar, I'm like six foot one. So. And I'm 5'4". <laughs> I'm not sure if playing Smasher Pass is aging us or making us sound better now that I think harder no, about it. People are playing Smasher Pass like this game is back. People are playing it with Disney characters on TikTok. Like, it's a thing. I have another one for you. Espresso Martinis. Smasher Pass? Espresso Martinis? The game is Smasher Pass. Yeah, why are you saying it like you just heard because what we were, we're doing? doing inanimate objects. Obviously, it's a smash. Those things are oh, no, good. We're doing everything, yeah. That's worth the hype, let me tell you. No, I think, I think Smash as well. I have Miley Cyrus. Smash. Smash. Smash, yeah. man. Smash. 
<laughs> I have another inanimate object for you. <laughs> top, okay. sh- top, top sheet on your bed. Pass. I hate a top sheet. Oh, I'm such a smash. And let me tell you why. Because you love making your bed. I fucking love a well-made bed. A. Ashley doesn't and even then, swear, but making her bed will make her swear. And then B, though, is that it's so much work to wash, like, the comforter. I can't. I, I rarely wash my comforter. And that's why I like being able to wash my top sheet all the time. They really wash the comforter at hotels too. So you have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the best Westerner, I see eye to eye. <laughs> Ew. Okay, my turn. Ed Sheeran. Pass today. Pass today, smash tomorrow. <laughs> Pass today, smash yesterday. <laughs> Why didn't we call the podcast that? That's funny. That's funny. It's right going to have to be a pass from me as well. Okay. I have another one. Blind dates. Blind dates. Yuck. I'm way too vain. I don't want to go on a date with an ugly person and love is not blind. So no, it's a pass from me. I say pass today, smash tomorrow, and tomorrow being as you get closer to 30. We've got to stop. You don't get to pick today, tomorrow, the other <laughs> time. Like we are, we're living for right now. We're living in the moment. This is okay, what okay, okay. pass right now. Continue. Flavortown Guy Fieri. Pass. Really? I think he'd be so fun in bed. It's a smash from me. Oh my gosh. If someone had a gun to my head and they said, what do you think I was going to say next? I'd be done for. Are you kidding me? He'd probably make you laugh so hard all night and you'd feel so comfortable and it would be like such a time. So like, take me to Flavortown, baby. Like the whole thing would be a joke. We, we know that we'd smash Survivor and Jeff Probst. I'm not even going to say ask. Immediate smash, Jeff Probst. Immediate, immediate smash. Um, smash or pass, actually. Botox before 27. Smash. Okay. I, I need to like read out more. Have you gotten it? I think no. I think I'm more of a Botox at 24, girly. <laughs> so next year. Yeah, the clock's ticking. I'm turning 24 this year. Yeah. So are you. Next, oh my God. Next, next school year, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> we're aging September. ourselves in case in anyone's curious. In September, you could uh, get Botox. Smash or pass, drinking more than one glass of water a day, eight ounces. Are you just saying that because I don't drink enough water? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, there's nothing I can body quite like a full, which I it's got to be more than eight ounces, the full plastic water bottles. I love the Kirkland brand. I'm sorry. I can't get behind reusable water bottles. I love the Kirkland brand water. Those are 17 ounces. There you go. So one of those. I'm currently drinking from my 32 ounce hydro flask, which I drink four of a day. Hmm. And that's well, just because I'm better than everyone, but... No you can't win can you? No. Smash or pass a spicy margarita? I say pass. Hard. So hard. Oh, hardest of passes for me. Really? The first That's time like I got my one, go-to. The first time I got one, I literally forced it down. Someone else paid for me, I remember. And I was thinking, thank God, because this is the least enjoyable experience in my life. Are you serious? I love them. And when the waiter came back, it was like two years ago. And when the waiter came back, I was I was like, I don't understand the hype. I'm so sorry. I cannot have another one of these. I'm done. <laughs> but you also don't like sriracha. Like you don't like spicy things. Do you ever, do you even eat like hot sauce on things? I put hot sauce on a breakfast burrito exactly like a week and a half ago for the first time in my life. It was all right. I miss breakfast burritos. I haven't had one in so long. I remember when I went to your house in Washington, you were like, here's my special bottle of sriracha or something. I carry it everywhere and I use it on everything. <laughs> yeah, I became a sriracha hound. I don't understand why or how. but Yeah, a sriracha hound? Of- we keep switching between aging ourselves to 60 plus <laughs> and keeping it young and uh <laughs> I honestly Younger. think we're boomers. Somebody could tell me we're boomers and I'd be like, yeah, that checks out. What else do I have? Elon Musk. Pass. 
Yeah, pass. I'm sorry. He's not very cute. Even for the money, like... Smash or pass, and this is all-inclusive throughout the decades between um, Gold Digger and when he made fun of Taylor Swift, Kanye West, and now. Like, if you had to choose for all your life, like, he never existed. (laughs) Or you enjoy it. Like, you don't get to have any of his music from, like, 12, 15 years ago or have it all. Smash or pass. I say pass, obviously. I like Taylor too much. I'm saying pass. I don't think... First of all, he's a tiny, tiny man, isn't he? I'm going to look up his height. I think he might. He might be on. Kim I mean, Kardashian's- we're all the same height laying down. Am I right? <laughs> um, no, but I don't think I could handle his like ego. You sound like a school counselor that's trying to be hip to like the, all the kids. We're all the same height laying down, aren't we, kids? <laughs> Isn't that what the, the joke that's sound, going around? You sound like the, what's his name? The school counselor in EZA? Oh my God, totally. Who, yeah, or the teacher or whoever he is. For anyone wondering, Kanye West is five foot eight. Smash or pass dive bars? Smash hard. Smash. About a week, smash, about a week and a half. No, no, I got. <laughs> about a week or so ago, I was with a friend and she was talking about some place that she had went with someone else. And she was like, oh, this, you would have loved this place. And I said, what's that supposed to mean? And she said, oh, there was pool tables inside and like cornhole and the music they were playing. And I said, so like a dive bar? And she was like, yeah, like a dive bar. It seemed like you would have loved it. So that's what I branded myself as. I love learning the things that people associate with you. Like when they think of certain things, they think of you and dive bar is one of them. And I hope it is for me as well. Yeah. A dive bar with a karaoke machine. Yeah. And like Christmas lights up all year round. The color lights and darts and also the deer head with the Santa hat on it in July. Oh my God. That's that's so niche. That's so specific. Fun little fact I want to share with the listeners. This week, I went to a fun on weekdays get together and I forced myself out of my sickness and my sick slumber. I said, you better pull it together, Abby. You better look good and you better turn it on because you're going to meet some fun girls tonight. And how often do you get the chance to do that? And so for anyone who listens and you don't know Jenna Palak, you obviously live under a rock. Go look her up. And also listen to, we had her on as a guest in- Late August? I don't remember the episode number, but it was late August. Yeah, late end of August. Um, our, our episodes are dated, so you can find it around there. It'll be in the title. But Queen Jenna Palak started Fun on Weekdays. She started this brand and then her own podcast. And so through that, there's been Facebook groups that have emerged. So if you're in a new city, this is a great way to make friends. Go look it up. I'm sure there's one in your city if it's like a metropolis. Probably not if you're in the middle of nowhere. Sorry. Anyways, so the fun on weekdays, they started group me's and different groups. And so I went to a trivia night with a bunch of girls, met a bunch of really cute, fun girlies. If anyone's listening, love you so much. What? So Before we continue, were you good at trivia? Because last time I went, I couldn't have been worse. No. And if you would ever watch my TikToks and support me, like you pretend that you do. I made a really funny one about trivia and how and we I'm pretty sure a newborn baby knows more about the world than me. Like I knew nothing. Zero. A 20, a 20 incher. I think I, I got one right. Was it a, was it a themed trivia or was it like all inclusive every subject trivia? It was over. It was like Jeopardy, like so many different topics. That was all of them. And I want to say though, even though you we didn't had get a, any literature ones, right? <laughs> no, we had like a fat group of 12 or 14 girls there. So pretty hefty, long table. And out of like, there was so many people there, by the way, like trivia is hot and fun and that's the yeah, thing to be doing is. right now. But out of like 22 teams, we got fourth place. That's actually really good. 
Oh yeah, that's really so, good. So like collaboratively, we did fantastic. But me personally, I did not contribute much, unfortunately. And I thought I was a smart person. So anyways, if you are looking for something fun to do on a weekday, go find the Facebook page Fun on Weekdays and also go play trivia with your friends. Like I highly recommend. But it was held in this really fun little dive bar place in Nashville. And it made me so happy. There was such a big turnout on a Wednesday. And I will be going back and I will be bringing people. And people like slid up on my story. They're like, why does this look so fun? like this trivia night and I'm like no you guys don't understand you've got and to go. also trivia in my experience is nice because you could honestly go with one other friend like you yeah, don't, you have, don't to have, have to have 15 group. people from what I can tell I'm That's no true. expert but from what I can tell you can go with one other friend literally and like try like get the early match groups with someone else yeah, you could totally sit by people, make new friends. It's like a whole big joke trying to like yeah. come up with answers. I could so see that being a great way to meet people. All right. So I would be remiss, devastated, and heartbroken if we didn't talk about Atomic Habits for two seconds because I'm telling you guys, I mentioned this earlier, it's such a good book. And I don't even like self-help books that much because I sometimes don't like the way that they're organized and I don't feel like it's really tangible. I think it's more like lofty ideas or just kind of like general things to make you feel better about yourself. And that's great too, but like, that's not really my thing. And this was so tactful and it was so specific and applicable. It was like, here is how you apply what I'm telling you to your life. And I was like, wow, that's really nice. Before we get into it, do you have any advice dare I say for anyone that's like me the reason I have trouble with self-help books is because when I read any other type of book I obviously see the picture in my mind so when I read self-help books I don't really picture too much which is why it's hard for me to sit down and continuously read it for more than 10 or 15 minutes well if you if you need to picture something, you need to start picturing yourself as the main character in the book, going through the things that they're talking like, about. Like literally going through like the actions that they're describing. As, sure. Like- yeah. If that's what keeps you intrigued. I don't have an issue with that really because it's a different mindset. Like it's a different switch in your brain. Because I can be on the picture the yeah. picturing yeah. even like when I listen to podcasts I've told you this when I listen to a new podcast I have trouble unless it's someone I follow on Instagram because when I listen to it I picture them and the, I picture like the morning toast I picture them actually sitting together talking <laughs> I'm heavy on the pictures okay well yeah I would try picturing yourself I think that's okay. a good idea <laughs> okay that'll help you continue But anyways, I just wanted to run through a few takeaways that I had from the book just to give you guys a little teaser. And I really do highly recommend everyone go and buy it if they're looking to implement more healthy habits or to break bad habits. It kind of goes both ways. It talks about breaking bad habits and building good ones, which are both really important. So one of the takeaways I had was getting 1% better every day counts for a lot in the long run. And some of the things he talks about a lot are typical healthy habits like exercising a lot exercising regularly and saving and like being smart with your money because the two things that will affect us no matter if we have any interest in it or not in our lives are our health and our finances and that's just the truth and that's really eye-opening once you kind of realize that um And so getting 1% better every day, it really is just about chipping away and making sure that you're consistent over perfection, consistency over perfection. So the more that you are chipping away at something, the farther, the closer you're going to be to your goal. And it's way easier to stick to something like that when you approach it from that perspective rather than all or nothing. Same with dieting. (laughs) Um, And then another big takeaway I had was about identity forming. And that's really 
what had resonated with me because I think that's the biggest change that I've gone through since 2020 over the pandemic was I completely changed my image and my identity of who I am and the kind of person I am and what I do and how I move through life. Yeah. And I'm how still, did you? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> We were both speechless. How, how did you change? The one that I'm fixating on is how did you change how you move through life? I, well, I've always been a confident person and I always am going to be. No shit, huh? Yeah, I ain't no shit, huh? I've always been very friendly. I've always been very talkative. So all those things are still the same. But I think this also just comes with getting older, but I care so much less about what people think about me. And I always wanted to be the kind of person that doesn't care as much. And I think gradually as we age, this happens normally, but I think I was expedited in the process because over the last year I have gone through such a big life change. Like I moved across the country by myself from small town, Washington to Nashville, Tennessee, which was my dream to a city where I knew literally no one. And most people would think like that's insane and like really scary. And yes, it was scary, but for me it was more exciting. And I use I used my fear. I learned how to channel it into more excitement. So anytime I would be nervous or afraid about something, I would take that energy and channel it into excitement. And it's gotten me a lot of good things. You before twenty twenty, you cared what people thought about you? Oh, of course. I mean everyone does. I still do at some capacity. We all care. But I care less more about in like, I'm not talking about social media, I'm talking about in real life. And I think it's probably been easier for me to kind of break down that wall because I am confident. I think if I was more of an introverted person by nature and more insecure, it would be a lot harder to do. But I think everyone can work towards this. But I just approach everything like, this is who I am. I don't need to change who I am and how I act depending upon who I'm speaking to. I can just be 100% myself and what's meant for me will find me and the right people and the right jobs and the right doors will open because I'm just moving through life being 100% authentically myself and those people will eventually find me. I think when I first stopped caring, I think it is maturity when you Mm -hmm. stop caring what people think about you because I think I might've stopped that maybe around junior year. I think. Yeah. But I think it's Well, that's maturity. true too in and college. It, it's like your freshman year to your senior year, you're a completely different person. Usually, if you do oh, it right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it started with a false confidence that became a real confidence. Yeah. Like a, a false confidence and a false, not, I'll take out the word pretension, but like a false confidence <laughs> and I guess, and I guess honestly a pretentiousness where it was like, no, like X, I think X, Y, and Z, like what does it matter? So, and it just actually became more of the truth though, as the years went on. Yeah. I can see the false confidence thing too. I think that was me more so with dating, like at the beginning in your high school relationships. And when you're like 18 years old, a lot of girls anyway, I don't know what guys do. I can't speak for them. Not a guy will never be a guy. (laughs) Don't know what they're thinking most of the time. I used to think like, oh, I really hope he likes me. I really hope he likes this part of me. I hope he thinks I'm pretty. You can't do that. Well, you do it when you're young, though. Is what I'm saying. When you're young, but you got it. That's just how it is. You just want to please people, especially boys. You want boys to like you. You want their attention. That's just the way of the world. No, but then you kind of realize like I'm the absolute shit. I'm bringing so much to the table. I'm hilarious. I'm pretty. I'm smart. I'm ambitious. Like all the good things about ourselves. 
And if they don't see that, it truly, truly is their loss. And I started thinking that throughout college and that's, that's really stuck with me and not even in an annoying way. Like I'm so good. Like I'm too good for everyone. Not like that at all. Just if somebody doesn't recognize your worth, that's so much less time you have to waste. Move on. Next person Mm -hmm. will. And it's really freeing. Ain't that the truth. Ain't that the damn truth? Um, we kind of asked, I asked Adam this question, Adam, from maybe like four weeks ago or something. But when you read a self-help book, how do you retain and internalize what you're reading? And Adam suggested like writing, journaling, like just a one-page summary when you're done, almost like you're in school again. But how do you retain it? Or do you just like read it and move on? I think that taking notes is a good idea. And I like that he broke it down. as just a one page summary because the idea of like reading a book and taking notes as you go sounds really awful, but I'm a big highlighter person and a big circling person. So I, this wasn't my book, so I couldn't really do that to this one, but normally I would like highlight circle, maybe annotate like in the margins. Guess I'll have to stop going to the library. <laughs> Guess I'll have to start buying my books. <laughs> Um, This one was a big theme throughout the book, reduce friction, decrease the number of steps between you and your good habits. And on the reverse side, make more friction between you and your bad habits. So make it harder to participate in those bad habits and more unattractive and make it more attractive and easier to participate in your good habits. And that sounds really, yeah, that sounds really simple because it is. So for example, he gave like, maybe I watch too much TV. Like somebody doesn't want to watch so much TV and they want to read books instead at night. That's a normal goal, good habit, bad habit. And so what you can do is if you're obsessed with TV or video games or whatever it is, you can literally unplug your television. If it's like small, put it in the closet. Nothing will make you Nothing will make you want to not play video games than realizing you have to take it out of the closet. You know what I'm saying? Like that's extremely so it's like increasing putting your alarm the across the room. Yes, it's, it's it's little things like that, and it's also putting a book on your pillow so that when you get into bed, it's right there. So like that's increasing the friction for your bad habit and decreasing it for your good habit, which is reading. Yeah. A way that I, back to reading again, because we're just so literary, a way that I started reading a lot more a while back was just if I knew I was literally ever going to be in a position where I was sitting, I would take a book in the car with me or I would take a book literally anywhere where I thought I would have seven to 15 extra minutes. I would just take a book. Yeah. Make it easy and make it attractive to you. Another thing is, um, people want to drink more water, take your water bottle everywhere you go. And then you'll just start sipping on it because it's right in front of you. Don't let, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to think, oh, I should probably go drink more water. Things no, like no, that. that's, that's true. And also in, ad- in addition to reducing or increasing the friction of something, making it easier or harder, also make it attractive versus unattractive. So if you want to drink more water, get yourself like a really pretty tumbler or a really pretty hydro flask that's your favorite color or something that brings you joy when you see it and it brings joy to your life. And I don't know what making something ugly would be like. What are some bad habits? Um, Bad habits, drinking too much alcohol. Um, The video games and TV was a good one. Um, Maybe just going on TikTok like too often. Yeah. I guess there's also just like positive and negative reinforcements too. So like if you finish your entire gallon of water or something, then you can reward yourself with something like go outside for 10 minutes or that's how I am trying to be productive at work. Yeah. Give yourself a little treat. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, if I 
get these emails sent out and I do this task, this task, and this task, I can get up and go for a walk. That sort of thing. Oh, another one that was really good was using a habit tracker. So keeping track of your habit streak. Yeah, I keep hearing about that on TikTok. It's really good. There's actually different magnets and things that people have come out with that you can put on your fridge or the old fashioned hang a calendar on the wall and mark the X on the page, like whatever works for you, whatever you want that to Uh, look like. Jerry Seinfeld did that. I'm a big tracker person to show my my um, progress. And so at work too, if I want to get a lot done, I will literally write down and bullet point every single thing that I did. And then I'll write down even ahead of time things that I want to do and like check them off. And it's list making and checking things off and all of that is a really good way to stay on track. Yeah. If you take one singular article of uh, information away from this episode, it's go and order some legal pads online. Nothing hits quite as hard as legal pads. <laughs> Ashley has been such an advocate for legal oh, pads. Oh, they're at school. It's There's so a funny. They work so well. And what did you I get them, you? Right? What did I get you as your silly little Christmas Some gift, Jake Ashley? Jake Gyllenhaal legal pads. But <laughs> because we use, love Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> you use legal pads, right? Yeah, I have a pink one right next to me. Yeah. And so I don't need to get too far into the Atomic Habits book, but those were just a few takeaways that I had. And there's also a bunch of things on YouTube by the author, James Clear, where he talks about these ideas and he studied this for a really, really long time. And he has a blog and like an email subscription list where he comes out with different things. So go check him out. Go check out this book. It helped me a lot. Think about the different ways I want to implement. It's great for, you know, people trying to save, people trying to be smart with their money and people trying to get into exercise. Those are the big ones. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What what self-help nonfiction book do you recommend next? Well, I love You Are a Badass. I always talk about this one. Do you actually read that one? I genuinely liked it so, so much. But I also read it in a place where I like really needed to read it, if that makes sense. Like if I read it now, I think I'd still like it, but I don't think it would be as impactful So that's more like if you're feeling in a rut, if you're feeling stuck a little bit, this is just, it's such a good book. Um, And then I also got the girl boss or hashtag girl boss or whatever book by Sophie, whatever, who started Nasty Gal. (laughs) I have that. Should we read it simultaneously? Yeah. I just got it from this thrifty bookstore where every book was like $3 or something. (laughs) Was it thrift books or was it a real bookstore? No, it was like physical bookstore. That's nice. Yeah, it was nice. And everything was discounted for some reason. I don't know why. All right, you guys. Well, I hope everybody has a splendid weekend. You guys get drunk, have an espresso martini, play Smasher Pass with your friends, join the fun on weekdays Facebook page, and maybe read a new book. Hell, get on that literary train. The way you just phrased that was an entirely full weekend. If nobody has plans, basically run down that list that Abby just said and make each of those things happen. And you are busy from Friday afternoon till Sunday night. And you are good to fucking go. Yeah, rock and roll, rock and roll. <laughs> rock and roll. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. And if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and go ahead and leave us a review. And if you're looking for even more fun, comedic, relatable content, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at justgowithit.podcast. That's all for now. And don't Ashley, just go with it. Don't forget just go, go with it. <laughs> paid actors. We're all paid actors. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a fun weekend. Bye.